There is more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley. Today, I'm joined by jo- uh, by Laurel and Astrid Halverson, and we're going to talk about like you know how we have this one way of looking at, at reality, and it really does involve organized religion. And a lot of people who are listening to this program and who are following Joshua or following Laurel um, are looking at reality and the non-physical from a different perspective. But lots of our family, my brother, for instance, is religious, and they subscribe to the normal religious traditions. In my case, it's, it's Christian. And so we're going to talk about how do we operate with what we believe about physical reality and the universe and the law of attraction and the non-physical and all that and what source is uh, with all those other people who are living in a religious kind of way. And so today we're going to discuss a question from Shelly and she asked, you know, she's on this, you know, she's interested in these, these uh, new ideas. She's living life differently than her family. And how does she, you know, act around her family who's still in a normal church and believes in God and all that stuff. So this is a good con- good conversation because we get to talk about God, what, what the hell God is, you know? <laughs> get to talk about us. <clears throat> Well, that's exactly why we're doing this, because, you know, what's more fun than to talk about us? Being God. Oh, that's true. I just thought you were talking about us. Oh, Well, same thing, same thing, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I always had a problem with organized religion when I was a kid. Um, I remember being, I must have been 10, when my best friend says, do you believe in God? And I said, oh, yeah, of course, but I did not at all. (laughs) But I didn't want people to think that I wasn't like everyone else. So I yeah. went along with that. But I remember going to church and absolutely hating it. Hating every – I said, why would we spend our Sunday morning doing this when we could have fun? It's yeah. not fun at all. There's nothing fun about it. Except they served donuts at the end. But otherwise, it wasn't fun at all. And, yeah. and once in a while, they would serve – come along, and they would serve two little uh, shot glasses. One was grape juice, and uh, the other was wine. And I always took Ooh. the wine one. <gasps> Crazy kid. And that led to my uh, love of wine now. So I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky. We never, I guess we're not, I mean, we have the Bible belt just like you do in the U.S., uh-huh. but normal people or most people don't really go to church anymore. That's a yeah. few generations back. So I, we went to church like for Christmas. That's all. Yeah. So uh, the Sundays was just a day where you dress up and don't play with your friends. 
for me. So yeah. that was that. Yeah. I, I never liked Sundays. Um, I live, so there's in this little town called Newton. There's my house next to our neighbors, neighbors, then church, church. And across the street, there's a church. And behind us, there's a church. There's probably, and these churches are gigantic too. And I say I could probably hit a golf ball to five or 10 churches around here. They're all what, over the place. What about mosques? The building right across Not, from the street from me is a mosque. Yeah, no mosque in this area at all that, I, that I've seen. I'm sure they're here and somewhere. Synagogue? No synagogue? synagogues around here. Florida, sure, but not here. Yeah. You know, it, they'll come, of course, but, you know, this really is the Bible Belt here. And, you know, that's how this country was started, I guess. And so it's entrenched in certain areas. In other yeah. areas, it's it's morphed into, you know, more lighthearted kind of things. Like yeah. Presbyterians here are more lighthearted. And there's a Unity Church, which is, you know, sort of bridging the the – Christian religion and then the new age together. Oh, a lot of people go to that and that's actually fun. That church is cool, but still I, I don't put it up now. The big issue I have and have always had with, with religion was that you had to live by a certain doctrine. You had to be good yeah. in order to get into heaven. And so what they're saying is the only way to get in heaven is to be good. And if you sinned, then, you know, you can't get in heaven. If you're rich, you can't get in heaven. All these things, you know, because there's this judgment. I go, well, why would there be a judgment? That doesn't make any sense. And now I realize that judgment's based in fear, and judgment couldn't be at the core of what any of these religions were. Yeah. The judgment part had to be adopted along the way. Yeah. And if you think about it, <clears throat> the Bible, for instance, everything in the Bible has been translated from some ancient language. So what does that mean? And of course, there were no printing presses, so they didn't take an actual copy of the first whatever, you know, scriptures there were. Somebody had to write it by hand. And then somewhere along the way, someone could just say, hey, why don't we add something in here? (laughs) Like, you know. And influenced by the, the views of like men and women and the culture at the time. Yeah, which was all fear based, of course. Yeah. You know, the, you know, I would say that if you, if there was a person named Jesus, which now I'm sort of thinking this is a, an amalgamation of an idea, but if there was this person, that person was living in alignment, which meant they were living in pure love and acceptance mm-hmm. without judgment or without the limitations imposed by fear, yeah. which is what we're trying to do. That's what we're doing. We are living this new approach to life, becoming our authentic self, and the authentic self is is who we could be without the limitations imposed by fear. We'll still fear, feel fear. We just won't, you know, let that fear stop us from doing what we're inspired to do. That sort of thing. Yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm pretty sure that Jesus must be incarnated again in this life. Cause why wouldn't he want to be here? And I'm wondering what kind of role is he playing? Is he one of the ones that aren't awake? And like, Oh, it would be so much fun to know this guy or woman. Right. So he would not come back to live the same life again. No, of course not. And he would have those same intentions that he had, possibly, but say, well, I'm going to pick, you know, this family in this, you know, location mm-hmm. and adopt some of these limiting beliefs and then 
make my way to who I truly am, mm. just like the rest of us are doing. Yeah. You know, because in the non-physical, we exist as pure, limitless, magnificent beings of love and acceptance. And when we come here, we come knowing we're going to adopt limiting beliefs, but with the intention that we would be on a journey of discovering who we truly are by processing those limiting beliefs. That's how the system is designed. Unfortunately, that's the culture doesn't really allow you to do that. And especially if you have a family who's all living the old approach to the life of control, they're trying to control you because whatever you do brings up fear for them. Do you ever notice your mother trying to control you? Oh, never. That's, <laughs> I guess that's where I get it from, the need to control. But I mean, she's doing the best she can. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, so my reaction, to her, yeah, yeah. my reaction to her is helping me expand and become aware. Because in a lot of the, I mean, in many cases, I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to be like her. Because I see how that's affecting her, yeah. both physically and how she feels about life. Yeah. And so she's a great reminder to me that, you know, don't hold all this shit within you. Let yeah. go and process and, you know, don't be a victim and just, so that's what she's doing for me. And I couldn't do it without her. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly well, that's could. what That's what the rest of the world is doing, is, yeah. is living in victimhood. And some people have figured out a way to move out of it, I, like maybe Elon Musk or somebody. Uh, they're just doing what they're inspired to do, but yeah. they still have their learning beliefs, you know, and they're still, they're still responding to urges, control conditions and things yeah. like that. Uh, the idea of the absolute acceptance of yourself, of everyone else, and of the conditions as they exist is this lofty goal that we'll never reach. But at least if it's in the, you know, in our forefront of our brains, we just got a new puppy. And so the, the major word in our house now is no. I mean, that <laughs> word is said more than any other word by far. <laughs> no, 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 no. Totally trying to control him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny because I remember I talked, or I didn't talk. I asked Joshua a question because I was so pissed off at my mom for her negative ways which is how I used to be. Yeah. And they said to me, well, isn't this perfect? Because if she was, if she was super happy and aware and awake all the time, how would you feel about that? And they were right because it would piss me off because super happy people piss me off. Yeah. I would rather have her be the old approach and be negative. At least that way I can deal with her and feel like I'm better than her. <laughs> if she was like super happy all the time, I would just be so frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting thing that, you know, I have friends who are super happy all the time and I judge myself by comparison to them yeah. and they're yeah. super nice to people. Oh, God, and, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're have, so nice. Oh, yeah. They have no flaws. What's yeah. wrong with them? Everything. <laughs> my yeah. friend Greg would spend half an hour talking to a hostess who's trying to seat us, you know, because yeah. he's actually interested in her life. <sighs> like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> that bugs me. Honestly, that bugs me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want perfect friends. I just want normal friends. Yeah. <laughs> I want friends with problems. More, yeah. Slightly more problems than me. <laughs> yes. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but honestly, that's what I want from people to just be, because you always think that you have to be perfect to get people to like you. But that's not what we want from other people. We yeah. want people who are, who have flaws, who make mistakes, who mess up sometimes. We just want normal people, people yeah. who are human and just like us in a way. Yeah. So that's all you have to be. Just be you. It doesn't matter if you're wrong or make stupid mistakes or say something wrong. That's what people want. They just want you. So what the real key here is not as much accepting everyone, which is easier to do, not as much accepting the conditions, which is easier to do, but accepting yourself exactly as you are, right? Super hard. That's what you've got to do. Accept yeah. yourself as you are. And if you say something that you judge as mean or cruel or could have been said some other way, yeah, right? Then you're just beating up on yourself. You're not accepting yourself as you are. And this leads you to try and control yourself. Mm. And that there is no control. Control can't work, right? The idea that you should control yourself is as foolish as trying to control the sun. Yeah. You can accept yourself and then be guided to activities and, and actions and habits that will be more based in love and you'll come to appreciate those things rather than saying, this is wrong about me and it needs to be fixed. Yeah. And when I fix it, my other people will, pro will finally love me, right? And then I'll get the love I'm craving from other people when I'm fixed, when I lose weight or when I'm smarter or when I finish this course or when I make more money or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And yes. I've noticed that the more I try to control myself, the more one part of me at least will act out. So like if I'm trying to control what I'm saying to not say the bad things, then I'll overeat like a lot. <laughs> and so then I'm not able to control my weight. If I try to control my weight, I end up saying stupid things. <laughs> so I just sort of have to find this middle way where I just like, try to control my weight a little bit and then accept saying stupid things. Yeah. So like, because it's, you can't control all of yourself because some part of what you will rebel to try to make you see that you, you're doing something that's not beneficial to you. We are led by a lot of, of the body. <clears throat> so, yeah. you know, some days I'm really hungry and some days I'm really not. Yeah. You know, and so to deny myself on the days that I'm really hungry, saying, no, you can't eat today, is just crazy. It's not going to work. You know, you can't do that. It's just, mm. and then there's some, self, some idea of self-discipline. But that comes more, I think, from accepting as you are and then being inspired to do certain things. Like, yeah. you know, I'm building momentum towards who you, who you truly are. So if you're a being of love, and you accept yourself as you are now, then I'm very happy to go for walks, and I'm very happy to go for walks with this dog too, and then go to the gym, and then have lunch if, if I'm inspired to, or not have lunch if I'm not inspired to, right? Mm -hmm. Yesterday we went and had, out of the blue, Tracy was in, inspired to go get ice cream, so we got ice cream in the middle of the day. And I got up today and I weighed two pounds less than yesterday. I couldn't figure it. We had, we had breakfast, we had lunch, we had ice cream, we had dinner, and then I had another dessert after that. Oh, <laughs> <You know>? good. <laughs> we yeah. ate like three times a day plus two desserts, so, yeah. which is usually 
a lot of times I'm just eating once a day and I'm never eating in the morning. We ate breakfast yesterday, never doing that. But we had a party on Tuesday mm-hmm. and so we both had a bit of a hangover and oh, when you have a hangover, yeah. everything goes out the window. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. A good greasy, salty breakfast. Yeah. 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 You know, it was good. All right. So I saw you did a video with Tracy. I didn't get to watch the whole yes. thing. Any of it yet? She's sort of hiding it from me. But oh, I'll send you the whole clip where, <laughs> where we just discuss you and I all figured. your nasty habits. I know, right? Yes. Oh, jeez. <sighs> What did Laurel say? Did Laurel say I was perfect as I was? They said, Gary is always wrong. Tracy is always right. <laughs> there she is. All right. So, um, uh, so you're getting out a lot more. You're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, I just sort of jumped in and I thought I was doing fine. And then yesterday and today, I sort of had the reaction to that because I've been just pushing through a lot of fear Mm -hmm. and it felt like I didn't feel any fear. And then suddenly it all hit me yesterday and today. So I've been quite, it's been difficult. I've I've, I've been struggling. So yeah, what's the fear? Uh, Well, first it was, I think yesterday I started with that the stuff that I'm channeling is all fake. It's bullshit. I'm not really channeling. And if I am channeling, it's just not good enough. It's just horrible, all of it. Okay. And so then I started, I sort of worked my way out of that to so like, do you, yes. So, yeah, you prove it's false. Well, I, I, I believe it's helping people and no matter if it's true or not. But I also see that looking back, all I've written it's impossible for me to come up with all of that information. Yeah, that's how I do it too. Yeah. I, I yep. couldn't have done that. It's too yeah. much like the volume yeah. of it yeah. as well as the insights. It's too much and too good for it to be just me, even though I am fantastic. But <laughs> so I realized that, okay, I accept that I'm, that I'm channeling and I accept that it's good. And then, so today I thought I was doing fine and it just hit me because I had this intense like emotional pain in my heart. And I tried to figure out what it was, and I realized, who the hell am I to have this gift? I don't deserve this gift. I'm not worthy of this. It should be given to someone who's more confident and more sort of driven and can get more stuff out of it, someone who's better at talking for themselves and can bring this message out in a, more, in a better way. And what if people get jealous because I shouldn't have this gift? And yeah. it was all just, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough for this stuff. What if I'm not good enough to use it as it was intended? Right. That's, that's a good thing, though, because yeah. it's, uh, you know, you can see going into manifestation events like that where you doubt your worthiness and it says, what if I'm not using my gift in the most beneficial way possible, yeah. which then creates a desire for you to, to, to become who you really are. Because if you were being who you really are, then you would just be just this flow of ideas and inspiration and channeling and and all kinds of things would be created out of it. But you know, it took took me five five and a half years to get here. You know? Yeah. Because what if I don't have here. it? Yeah. What if I don't have it in me to do what needs to be done? Like but you I'm do not. Have what if you. I'm not worthy of this? It yeah, should be. but you are worthy. See, the basis is that you can't do it. You can't have any gift that you're not worthy of. It's not possible. Otherwise, it wouldn't be yeah. you. It's all intended. You all. You intended to go through these 
this uh, period of doubt. You intended, you know, to come in and adopt these limiting beliefs. You intended to be in your culture. You know, all these things that, that, and there's a good parts of it too. Um, and I had the same path, you know. And in the beginning, I didn't share this with anyone. You shared it right away. I had no community. You were, you had a community, you had friends. So yeah. you got things that I didn't get. Yeah, a lot easier you, for me, yeah. Yeah, to help you get where I am yeah. quicker. Yeah. So, and you're younger too, you know, which is- And I have, I've always had you to sort of guide me and sort of, and Kimberly too. So I, I can always sort of model myself off of, off of you. There's always someone else who's done it before. Yeah, but if you start comparing yourself to other people, then it's not going to work. I know. Yeah, but unless I you compare yourself that. favorably. You oh, know. no. Like, but I was talking to Wendy about this, how interesting it is, this contrast that we know all this stuff about how who we truly are and we have all this knowledge about how this works with the reflection and everything. So we know all this stuff, but yet we don't feel this way. I mean, we have the contrast between knowing who we are and then the contrast of how we feel we're not good enough and how much fun my inner self must be having with this contrast. It's probably wonderful. It's not so wonderful for me right now. Well, but keeping, I do appreciate the contrast yeah. though. Yeah. You're, you're keeping your inner self busy, sending you all yes. this negative emotions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh no, Astrid is perceiving reality as an illusion. Let's yeah. send some negative emotion. Yeah. <laughs> but I realized, I finally realized, which helped me a lot, that everyone has these gifts. And it's up to everyone what they want to do with it. So yeah. it's not that I have some special gift. It's just that in this moment, I'm choosing to do something with it. Right. Everyone else also has this gift and right. can choose whatever they want to do with it. So I don't feel like I'm the gifted one because yeah. everyone has the same gift. It's not my fault that, you know, someone else isn't doing the exact same thing. Right. So let's say that there's 20, maybe 30 prominent channels in the world. And let's say that there's... 200 at least. Well, I can't name them, but maybe there are. Yeah. Um, I can name really... 10, but I'm, I'm saying 30, maybe there's 30, I don't know, maybe there's 100, 200. But anyway, if there's 200, 2,000, doesn't matter. Yeah. And think about, think about now the potential of how many people are out there who could do it, who don't realize it. Yeah. And the people who are out there who are doing it. I mean, I know lots of people who are very good at automatic writing, you know. Okay. Uh, I think of, of, of Isabel when she's doing QHHT, when she's putting someone under, those words are flowing to her. Mm. You know? And she's, she is receiving words, and she understands that she's channeling. Yeah. And when Mark Shahada is doing tapping, while he's doing it for that person, he's in a spiritual connection with that person. That yeah. person's inner self is connected to his inner self, feeding him words to say. And he's, if he gets out of the way, he's channeling, right? Yeah. And so yeah. he's using that in the way that he uh, is interested in doing it, in the modality yeah. that he thinks is effective, and he's doing the same thing. Yeah. So, so for you to be as powerful as you are in this short amount of time, having written a book, having doing all these videos and all these answers and all these quotes and all kinds of things that you're doing, you are in that top echelon of the most um, prominent 
spiritual leaders and teachers and channelers on earth. So you that's your opinion. Your that's not really the truth though. But I okay. I, I mean I respect I would, your perspective. Yeah. That's well, mine. Okay, so would you say Joshua is there? Uh maybe top 10, top 20. Yeah, because there's so much so many parts of the world that I don't know about. Yeah. Well, the, it's it's very much English. You know, I, I mean English language. It's very much America. But that's Canada, because Australia. You're, American. you're seeing it from the American perspective. Yeah, well, I've done a lot of research, you know. It's, this is what it is, but I am. How many Norwegian channels are there? No, okay, what about India, Australia? There's yeah, I'm, including Australia. There. Yeah. yeah. But how many Norwegian channels are there? I don't know. You are the top Norwegian channel on, on <laughs> yeah. Earth. Out of five million people. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Anyway, that's how you... That's how you yeah. relieve doubt. That's the process by doing it. You say, look at the volume of stuff that I, that's come out of me. You know, look at, at where I've come from in such a short amount of time. Look at all the others who aren't doing what I'm doing. I'm doing enough. I'm doing perfectly and it will evolve. And that doubt will fade away because I had the same doubt, if not more so than you, because I thought channels were crazy people. <laughs> or that I was crazy. I couldn't tell anyone about it. I had to come out to everyone, come out of the closet, to all my friends, all my family, all this stuff. And I had to just let it go out there. And my only, only uh, example was Esther. I didn't know anyone else until after I started channeling and I started researching it. Yeah. And so I could just go by Esther, you know, and, I, and, and imagine the perspective I, I had on Esther before Joshua came. I thought that was the only channel in the world. I thought this was an amazing thing. I, I would go to these events and say, how come there's not 50,000 people here? You know, it was like such a big thing. And now that I come in and have been doing Joshua for a while, I see how all of this fits in. Yeah. So, so my perspective is, from doing this for five and a half years, is that Abraham is this, is this perfect infinite intelligence exactly like Laurel and Joshua and the beings of the light and the stream and everyone else that said through Esther in a way that is easy to get into, right? Mm. You can see Esther. She's so lovely. You can see this message that is a little bit more general, that is accepting and inviting. Everyone can find something to gravitate to. And it's very inclusive. So this huge millions and millions of people who are following Abraham. And then out of that bubble of Abraham comes Joshua and Laurel and the stream yeah. and the beings of the light and, you know, all the other pe people, right? Because everyone is seeking something more mm. of that. Here's a good starting place with Abraham. You want to go to the next, to another level of understanding. You can find Laurel or Joshua or the beings of the light, or the stream, or whoever else is out there. And, and it doesn't have to be millions of people. It can yeah. be thousands of people, and thousands of people is awesome. Yeah, you know? or just one. Honestly, I feel so good when I get like a message from someone who feels that I've helped them, and it totally makes my day. And Erin, thank you so much for that beautiful email. I just yeah. had to say that. Because I really appreciate those messages. It means so much to know that I've helped someone. Yep. It just makes it worth it. Yeah.
Yeah. And as you go forward you, and as you get comfortable, you'll get three or four of those a day. You know, that's what I get, three or four of those a day. Yeah. And, and all plus all the comments on YouTube and the comments on, on the podcast. Yeah, feed, Podbean. Yeah. Podbean and iTunes and all those. So it's <clears> – <throat> and then when, then when you see it, it's like, yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. But I'm not doing it for you. I'm not doing it for the other people. I'm doing it for me. So yeah. you got to get that in your head that this is for you. This yeah. is this is allowing you to explore. And another part of this is that everyone is having trouble integrating what they know in their life. So when they see me, I seem like I'm pretty integrated. When they mm -hmm. see you, they see you struggling with it. Yeah. And here is Astrid, who's a channel who's been in the one-on-one, -on -one, who's been studying this stuff for a while, who's been receiving stuff, who wrote a book, you know, here's And Astrid. still struggling. Still struggling. <laughs> yeah. And if she's struggling, then maybe it's not so bad that I'm struggling too. Yeah. But there is a way to do it and you will get there. Yeah. And when you get there, and, and here's what it is, is you are now, you have your whole life been exploring the limitations of Astrid. And now you're exploring the potential of Astrid, right? And so that is a completely different shift in focus. And there's different fears along with that. You know, there's way more fears in, in exploring the limitations because they just get brought back to you. Yeah. And exploring the limitlessness, the only fear is that you're not doing enough. Yeah. If you're limitless and you're not doing enough, that's a fear. It's amazing how almost every issue comes down to self-acceptance, self-love. Self yeah. And why don't we love ourselves? I don't know. Why do we? Because we had to adopt some limiting beliefs to, to understand that this mechanism of control can't work. And yeah. their old approach to life of trying to control conditions to make ourselves feel good. Trying to get the conditions to make you feel something you don't feel in a reality where the reality is your feedback, is your mirror. Does it make sense? So we couldn't teach this stuff had we not gone through it ourselves. Yeah. 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 And there'd be no reason to find this information because we, we only found these, these teachings because we, what we were doing wasn't working. Yeah. And that led us to this because we had such a desire to start this exploration of who we really are. And that's why we're here. We had strong intentions prior to our birth. We have, we're both very sensitive. Everyone who is in this community is more sensitive than other people. They feel their emotions more strongly. And those emotions, that pain of those emotions created this desire to find something that was more effective. Yeah. Hallelujah. And now you found it. You can't just <laughs> adopt it, right? Because those old limiting beliefs have a lot of momentum. And so now you got to do the work and peel it away. So when you have the thought that, what if I'm not doing this right? What if it's, I can't live up to it? What if, you know, why do I have this when others could have done more with it? Mm. You just process those limiting beliefs. You have to prove those limiting beliefs are false. You got to write it down and say, that's false. Here's why. I am doing stuff. I am out there. People are loving it. People are totally enjoying it. This, there's something to this new form of of podcast right where yeah. people get to listen to us and then 
and they get two sides to one question. So, yeah. so there's, it's, it's, and it's evolving and you can't see what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Right. So. I realized it does. I don't have to be enough for anyone else. Cause I can never be enough for anyone else. All I have to do is be enough for myself. Right. Am I enough for myself? Yes. I like being with me. Yeah. That's enough. I'm enough. Good. Yeah. So you can be alone at night. I can't. Well, I don't really have a choice, Gary. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> you're, you, you're doing that because you, you like being by yourself. Like if I had I to go do. camping in the woods by myself, I would never be able to do it. I can't, I can't fall asleep if someone else is breathing. <laughs> can you please not breathe? Yeah, please. Can you breathe just like quietly? Do you have to breathe with your mouth open? Don't do that. Are you running or are you trying to fall asleep? Why do you have to be like a loud breather? Don't do it. Yeah, please don't breathe. That's all I ask not to breathe. All right. So let's go ahead and read uh, Shelly's question here. And let's see if I got it here. And Uh let's do Joshua's first because I got a really crappy short one. So. No, I like your one. I haven't read it in full. <laughs> I read the first sentence because I tried uh, not to read it. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want. If I read yours, then I'm going to talk about it, and and yeah, no. it'll be a, like a spoiler. All right. Hello, Joshua. I've been struggling a bit lately with trying to link my previous beliefs slash faith and my evolution to living on the leading edge of and understanding all that I've been learning in the boot camp. I was previously Christian and I'm trying to understand if there is any way to conceptualize my previous faith in conjunction with this new way of life. The community I previously had had as a part of my faith, mainly family, is where I'm having a lot of difficulties in balancing them both. I'm curious if there is a good way for me to look at this issue or understand that my old beliefs are no longer valid. All right. I can so relate to that issue with, you know, your family or closest friends. It's always the ones that are closest to you that you feel is where it's most difficult when you change. Yeah. Yeah. It's always Um, the ones that closest. Yeah. And my brother changed when he became a born again Christian. He wasn't religious either. Yeah. And they had a baby and they were partying with a group of people. They had a fire and they're drinking and smoking pot and the baby walks into the fire. And so someone else had to grab the baby and they think, oh, we're terrible parents. We gotta, we gotta you know, change how we're doing things, which is great. You know, this, was, this was a manifestation event that caused them to have this other desire. So they become born Christians, stop drinking, stop smoking pot, and, became, and are amazing parents, wonderful parents to have two beautiful daughters. Um, so who are grown now and, um, and that event changed their life. But when they became boring Christians, you know, people had issues with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cause we Cause were religious, right? Yeah. It's difficult when those around you change cause then you're suddenly, everything is turned around and who are they? Who am I? How do we yeah. relate now? Yeah, yeah. It's difficult. Well then imagine uh, having a, you know, Typical Christian family, everyone's going to church all the time. Yeah. Everyone has sort of similar beliefs. And now you get into Joshua or Laurel or Law of Attraction or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And you start spouting out, out <laughs> uh, manifestation events yeah. and limiting beliefs, right? Well, that's why 
we don't tell people mostly. <laughs> we're, we're, we keep it to ourselves. That's why we, yeah. we all love this community that we can, of like-minded people we can talk to because we can't yeah. talk to our normal friends that way. But there's a fine line, fine line there between hiding it and not sort of trying to convert those around you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dear Shelley, all beliefs are valid. All beliefs can be of service to you. Beliefs are neither true or false. They are simply limiting or empowering. There are beliefs that might be empowering to some, but limiting to others. In all religions, one can find empowering beliefs and limiting beliefs. Since no one has all the information, no belief can be true or false, only empowering or limiting to the individual. It is up to you to determine for yourself if a belief is empowering and beneficial or if it's limiting. You cannot know if a belief is empowering or limiting for another person, and so you must allow them to believe whatever they choose. This, like everything else, is about you. You can choose your perspectives and your beliefs, and this is how you are the creator of your reality. Okay? Yeah, I mean, when my brother is is getting on a plane to fly to Thailand to convert lovely Buddhist people to Christians, you know, I may have a limiting belief around that. <laughs> oh my God, it's just so silly. Oh my God. You know, okay. yeah. I say of all the people you want to convert, it's, yeah. it's Buddhist. I don't know. Buddhist? Yeah, I agree. And it, it was... It was just his excuse to go to Thailand. That's all he wanted to do. You know? <laughs> well, it's one of the better things you can do there, right? I mean, <laughs> it there's plenty of other things that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but so, so I like how this started out saying that other people are going to believe other things. Yeah. And that's for them. Yeah. And you can't say that someone else's belief is wrong or, or yeah. not valid. Because you can't know what their perspective is. Exactly. You only know what if a belief is limiting or empowering for you. Yeah. And if it's limiting, you can deal with that. And if it's empowering, you can deal with that. And there's ways to deal with that. You, you're never going to get rid of any of your limiting beliefs because in a, in a attractive reality, once you attract something, it's with you at, uh, forever. But you can adjust the intensity of it. And also, a religion is can be so many things for many, for different people. So, like for a Christ, Christian, Christianity might be just love and all these wonderful things. For someone else who's a Christian, it could be just rules. A lot of like limitation of rules. And, and for a Muslim, for a Muslim, Christianity might be just like the total opposite of what they think they believe in or like they think Christianity is very different. Yeah. Even though it might be very similar in many ways. So it's yeah. just, it can be the one, the same thing can be so many different things for different people. And that's true of every single belief there is. Yeah. Right? If one believes in the literal teachings of any religion and abides by those beliefs to whatever extent they choose, they have created a reality based on those beliefs. They are now exploring who they are or are not, based on the beliefs and perspectives they choose to hold. If at any time they choose new beliefs and new perspectives, they will be exploring a different reality. Since this is always their journey, you need not judge another's exploration. You need not allow yourself to feel judged either. You are on your exploration of self, and they are all on their own explorations of self. Which I like about that one is that, I mean, this is probably the thing that we all feel, 
is that people think we're woo-woo or yeah. not in touch with reality. <laughs> yeah. And in the boot camp, Joshua talks about when after, you know, eons of living as hunter and gatherers, someone birthed strong enough desire for a different approach to life. Instead of farm, you know, instead of following animals around and migrating constantly, they thought, this sucks. Why can't we just stay here? And they're like, well, how can we stay here? The animals are moving around. And so someone had the inspiration for farming, for cultivation, right? And so at that time, when people were starting to adopt this idea of farming, that seemed totally risky to the hunter-gatherers. And they weren't willing to go with this new approach to life. And they thought all the farmers were crazy and thought that idea of farming was risky. What happens if you plant all this stuff and nothing grows, you know? And so there was a a transition period there where there was times when nothing growed, you know, and these people perished because of that. And the hunter-gatherers like, look, this is a stupid idea. Don't do that, right? And we're doing the same thing in this new approach to life where we're processing our limiting beliefs, we're thinking about our beliefs limiting or beneficial, we're, we're realizing we're receiving everything, we're not trying to control anything. This new approach of love and acceptance seems risky to everyone else who's used to controlling, trying to control things. And a bunch of us is, are coming over to this side because we realize that that idea of control just can't work, just doesn't work, it's ineffective, it's never worked. We've never been able to control anything. Um, there's, we're doing a podcast later on with, with Kimberly and the beings of light. And this whole thing was about control. So that's like fresh in my head right now. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. You might perceive that all members of a specific religion all share the same beliefs. Not only is this not true, it's not possible. The system of physical reality is based on the unique perspective of each life so that no life is ever the same as another. All experiences of life are unique from the moment of birth to the moment of death and in every moment in between. No two people have remotely similar beliefs because no two people have the same vibration. So we imagine that all Christians believe the same things. Mm. But in fact, each one of them is completely unique in their belief of what that is. And some people are on the spectrum of total belief in every aspect of it. And some people are on the other side in, yeah, whatever, you know, and all in between. And so if you, well, I don't want to give it away here, but (laughs) let's just see. You have a family family that shares a religious belief. However, no two people in that family share the same beliefs. Each person has a unique vibration and each of their beliefs vary intensity and complexity. You assume that they all share a simple philosophy but, each, but since each member's beliefs are based on their own unique experience of life and their own unique vibration, those beliefs are vastly different. You have a set of beliefs that you are, that are not fundamentally different from theirs. It's just that you are now choosing to live more in love and acceptance, and so you are choosing to raise the intensity of beneficial beliefs while lowering the intensity of limiting beliefs. Not because the beliefs are true or false, but only because they are limiting or empowering for you. This allows you to live the life you intended prior to your birth. Okay. So we can believe anything we want. Mm. And those beliefs are either 
um, aligned with who we truly are and how the system works, or they bring up some limitation to that system. And if we are on the path to exploring who we truly are, our authentic self, which, which is what we're doing right now as, as spiritual leaders and teachers, we're exploring Gary as a spiritual leader and teacher. So what does that look like? What beliefs are beneficial to that and what beliefs are limiting? Well, the belief that nobody really cares, no one's paying attention is limiting it. The belief is that, you know, is this really helping people change their lives? That belief is limiting. The belief is this is incredible shit. That's empowering, right? It's like everyone's <laughs> going to want to know what I know. That's empowering, right? Like yeah. people love listening to, me, listening to me talk. Well, it doesn't matter if that's true or false. But for me to believe that people like listening to me talk, someone who has a lisp, by the way, and has a hard time enunciating anything and hates the sound of his own voice, I have to believe that people want to hear it. Otherwise, I could never get up yeah. in front of this microphone. But I have to say, sometimes, because remember when, we, when I started the one-on-one uh, and you were recording it, I think, I don't know why, but I knew that it would be heard by other people. I don't know if you put it on Podbean or whatever. But, and so then it helped me to believe no one is going to listen because that helped me push through my fear to even speak on those uh, Joshua live shows because I was afraid of saying stupid things. So it helped me to believe no one's going to listen. Yeah. There are like 10 people who knows about this. No one's going to listen. So that's and, a beneficial belief. Yes. Which right. is the same belief that you use now to prove, to prove that it's a limiting belief. But yeah. It just shows that based on who we are and the different stages where we're at, the same belief can be both limiting and supportive. Yeah. yeah. By the way, 6 million people listen to this podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, Physical people, people with a body. <laughs> physical people. Yeah. Yeah. You don't believe it, huh? Well, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. And by that time, you'll be comfortable. So yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I don't care now. Yeah. I care that I. I'm right. just. I know none of my friends, my normal friends, are going to listen or watch. That's yeah. what I care about now. I don't care about like everyone in the U.S. because they don't know me, and the few people in the U.S. who know me. They accept me for this weirdo. Right. So. Well, my oldest friend, Bruce, um, has watched the two videos of us that I've put on YouTube. And he wrote a, <laughs> you know, thousand word letter about how phenomenal this, this is, you know. It wasn't a thousand words on how to improve? No. He's <laughs> like, this is incredible. You're incredible. Asher's incredible. This whole format you have is incredible. Like, it's unbelievable how, how much chemistry there is between the two of you and how much fun it is to watch you and how much, you know, like how, how much great information there was in there, all these things, you know. And we I mean, almost have the same hairstyle. Or yeah, haircut. I, I actually yeah. need to get mine cut to match yeah. yours. Yeah. yeah. I have a bit more on the front, though. Um, that's uh. a beneficial belief, I guess, for you. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, no comment, right? Alrighty. You are never a conflict with another's beliefs. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You might want others to feel the same way you do about certain topics, but this desire is not meant to improve their reality. It's created to make you feel better about what you believe. That's if a big you one. and That's everyone really else have the same one. set of beliefs, you imagine you'd feel better because you wouldn't, you wouldn't be a weirdo, right? Yeah. However, this is another limiting belief. 
you do not want anyone to have the exact set of beliefs you have because that would mean they are living the same experience as you and that's not possible. Which totally blows my mind because I thought I wanted like, I want everyone to believe the same because then they can understand and we can talk about this and. Yeah. Now what you, what you want is for your beliefs to be validated by others. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. And for me to be validated. Right. If other people believe what I believe, oh, then I'm good enough. I'm worthy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So if you need to be validated by others' opinions, you're going to have a hard time getting positive feedback. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you accept that some may like it and some may don't, and it depends on their perspective and you have no control over that, and you're just doing it because you enjoy doing it. And this is just the creation that you're doing. You could be a painter or a singer or a songwriter or a musician or whatever. You're creating from the non-physical to the physical through your words. And those words are affecting people in certain ways based on the vibration that they're in. Mm. If they're not ready to hear it, they're only going to get a couple words out of it. But that's great. You know, yeah. no one's going to get all of it because no one's at the vibration to get all of it. Yeah. They're only at the vibration to get what they can get. And as they get into this more and more, their vibration raises and they get more and more stuff. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Which, which here's, here's another thing. Your audience, however you perceive that and whatever it is too, allows you to go so far because it's really your audience and yourself who's requesting more information from Laurel. Okay, so without that desire for more information, Laurel can't go and access it. Yeah. And so what I do is when I start a Joshua Live, I close my eyes, I breathe. I, I'm sorry, I breathe a little loud, so don't Oh, God. Okay? I wow. breathe, and what I'm doing is I'm saying, okay, let's gather everyone, all the entities who make up Joshua and make up, you know, all the – inner beings of all the people who are listening or who will ever listen, right? Mm. And there might be 20 or 25 people on one show live asking questions. And so I'm like incorporating all their inner beings plus all the inner beings of anyone who will ever watch it and saying, let's go and reach for the stars and, and get new cool stuff, right? And then I set my intentions to be very clear, to focus, to have fun, to let whatever comes through come through, uh, to not judge the words as they're coming through, you know, to stand back and just let it go. Mm -hmm. And so I've been coming clearer and clearer and clearer, and the message is becoming more intense and mm -hmm. interesting for me anyway uh, as it comes out. But it's yeah. because those people have these questions, you know, and, and that's what allows Joshua to reach for them. Yeah, you have a little ritual going on there. Yeah, which okay. I cut out before the podcast, so no one in the podcast sees it. And no one in, in it all starts with, we're oh. thrilled to be here. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's about a, a minute or 30 seconds of breathing first. Oh. Yeah. Allow others to believe what they want. Allow yourself to explore who you really are by leaving them alone. You simply do the work to adjust your beliefs from limiting to empowering. This will allow you to attain and remain in alignment more often. This will allow you to be receptive to inspiration and then push past the fear to act on that inspiration. This is the effective approach to life. 
because it allows you to live in love and act on inspiration. Others are sifting, sorting, and exploring in their own way, and that's fine for them. You are on another level in this experience of life. You are here to lead others, not by doubting or arguing against their beliefs, not by doubting your, your beliefs, but by becoming a beacon for others to follow. When they realize that their approach to life is not working for them, they will learn by your example that another approach exists. If you believe that you are being wrong for living life differently than others, you will begin to intensify your limiting beliefs and move back into a state of fear. This is not what you intended prior to your birth. You intended to live in love. With our love, we are Joshua. And Shelly um, was in uh, group two, of boot camp group two. So she's, you know, coming from, uh, she didn't know Joshua before. And she didn't oh. know too much about law of attraction. Oh. I listened to a podcast that I was on and then happened to, you know, contact me and we talked about the boot camp and, and, uh, so, uh, and so she jumped right in. And so she's embracing a completely new approach to life with all that she's gone through in the boot camp, and now sort of, sort of mixing it up with the people back home because she's still living in the same small town with her family and all those people. That's a big jump. I think that's very courageous. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to Laurel's answer. Okay. Let me see here. All beliefs are valid. All beliefs can be of service to you. Beliefs are neither true or false. They are simply limiting or empowering. Is this? Oh, I'm reading uh, Joshua. I was <laughs> I thought, like, that was very I was like, similar to what Joshua scary. said. <laughs> Let's see here. I got it. All religion is based on the same idea. Yes. All religion is based on the same idea. One of unity and love. God is source. It is the same creator of all that is. And like man is created in God's image, so are you the image of source. It is the same religion everywhere, just with a slight twist of perspective. The basis is that all is good, all is love, and all is equal. You might see this new information you are now aware of as the adult version of your prior religion. In this new approach, you are consciously aware that you must take responsibility of your own life. You are no longer a child living, living in ignorance. You are the adult who knows the truth of life, of love, of unity. Wow, that's really good. That's a great sentence. And this one um, ties up the difference between how we're living and how people were living in religious beliefs. That is, is the same belief that we have stripped away the fear from yeah. teaching. And now we've... We, we don't need someone to tell us what to do anymore. Yeah. And that's what those people go to. You know, they're in a church and they're being preached to by someone of authority. Yeah. Someone they else. Still know, who knows better than they do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your previous faith prepared you for the knowledge you have now. Mm. You are praying to the same God, the one energy that is all that is. You are one with this energy. So no longer are you praying for something outside of yourself. I think that should be no longer are you praying to something outside of yourself. This can be frightening and overwhelming, and the contrast can be great when compared to the God you are used to. Mm. Most of all is the change in how you see yourself. 
you are no longer a victim and you are no longer wrong. The belief in the devil and evil is an illusion. Being aware of the illusion is a step closer to freedom, but awareness is only the first step. Yeah, isn't the belief in the devil and evil is an illusion because there is no wrong yeah. or bad, right? That seems so funny to me now to believe in something evil, but only a few years ago, I thought for sure that there must be evil. I mean, look at the world, right? Yeah, people think there's evil. It's not evil, it's the illusion of evil. Yeah. And from that other person's perspective, it is yeah. what it is, you know. Um, it's It could be out of alignment, you know. Yeah, just fear. Right, just fear. Yeah. They're acting on fear. That, um, um, and the fact that the for her, her previous faith prepared her for the knowledge she has now. And I can see that too. My interactions with religion and how I was so opposed to it mm. really led me to how I can do this now. And then everyone else's the way that they're led there too is through some experience with religion. Nobody really goes throughout their yeah. childhood without some experience of religion. Yeah. Um, when you know the God is source, you used to think God is this judger yeah. and controller of everything. Who had who controls everything, and that God doesn't control anything. Yeah, the control I, is that fear. Yeah, yeah super. I used to feel so much resistance to that because I hate people telling me what to do because, yeah. like, I want to control, right? So yeah. I don't like that authority thing. I had big issues with that, yeah. and so the idea of God being the authority figure, it just it didn't. <laughs> it was horrible for me because I knew I should feel respect and love and awe. And I just, I've just felt anger. Yeah. Like, uh, imagine that, like I did too. I was, I, I'm like, I read the Bible and then there's another thing called the new way or something like that, like a paperback big thick oh. book they gave us as kids. We went to a, um, a Christian summer camp one year. Oh God. Right. So my dad goes off with the adults and me and my brother go off with the kids. And so we're in this. Oh. And we had to pray twice a day or three times a day before meals, after meals, all kinds of stuff. Pray, 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 pray. Most of it was fun, but a lot of praying. <laughs> so, you know, we're leaving. And the, that morning we're all going. Uh, a garbage truck had lost its brakes and rammed into our car and wrapped it around a tree. Oh and so God. now we have no car. And we're right on this main road. There's a two-lane road in and out of the place where everyone else in the whole Christian camp is just driving by, looking at us, waving by, not one person stopped. And that was when my dad said, okay, I'm out of this religion. Oh, good, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> well, that was just a manifestation event for all yeah. of us. You know? yeah. um, but <laughs> you do see this, this it's, it's funny how even religion doesn't work because it's based in control yeah and so the the standards that even this country is this christian country with these christian values yeah. don't apply you know yeah. we're not warmly accepting immigrants into this country we're protecting ourselves from the dangers of immigration yeah. we're xenophobic we're fear-based even when the basis of the most popular religion is Love and acceptance, right? Yeah. Just is warped because it's 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 done in a way that's been 
manipulated over time to lose yeah. the essence of that message, which is what, what Laurel has just said in these last two paragraphs. Um, you have a new communi community of supporters, but you must be your own supporter as well. The center of your new beliefs is the importance of self-love and self-acceptance. You must now give to yourself what your old beliefs told you to give to God and to others. This is a radical change. To believe that you are worthy of love, of acceptance, of abundance, and of freedom is quite the turnaround. Wow, that's just an amazing paragraph, too. I just felt that it was like Joshua thing, the radical change. Isn't that like a Joshua book. statement? The, yeah, okay. Book. But it is radical. It's a radical yeah. shift, right? Yeah. From living life in fear or praying to a fearful and vengeful God outside to realizing you. that you're God yeah. and that you're loving, right? Yeah. And accepting. That's the basis of who you are. That's a radical shift in perspective. Yeah. And but it's the most empowering shift you could ever make. Yeah. And to love yourself because at least what I grew up with, was it, which is also, I mean, Norway is also based in Christianity and it's about, you know, loving others, being kind to others and sort of downplaying yourself, being humble and, you know, you be of service and give to others first. It's not, yeah. you know, yourself, that's not such so important. And then Joshua would say, the only thing that matters is you. Yeah. This is your experience. This is your yeah. universe. Everything surrounds you. Yeah. Being selfless is, is an illusion. Mm. And when people are being selfless, they're actually doing it for themselves yeah. you know, to make themselves feel better. Yeah. It's the total Here's opposite. Total opposite. Yeah. Who you are is no longer a child of God, but God himself. Can you wrap your head around that? This shift in perception is massive and will take some time to truly accept and then to live from. When you know that you are source, God, all that is, your perception of yourself and of all that is will change radically. It is like going from complete darkness to brilliant sunlight all in one moment. You can never go back to your old ways. You know too much, but you also have a journey ahead of you to integrate all of this. See the journey as exactly that, a journey. It is not about mastering all at once. It is not about perfection or winning or being the best and the purest. It is all about accepting who you are, accepting what you thought was your darkness, the traits you thought were bad, and the parts of you that you tried so hard to change. Now you must accept those parts, love them as a part of you instead of trying to make them go away. This journey is one of expanding love. Once you expand your love to include yourself, you will love all others as well. It is impossible to love all others and not yourself, just like it is impossible to love yourself and not love all others. Love is limitless. It knows no separation. Love is outside and above the illusion, so it includes all that is. When you truly love, you love all that exists. So we should, we could take, uh, we could make 10 memes out of those sentences there. <laughs> quotes in there to keep us going on Facebook for a while. I so, hate all those quotes because I want the whole, the full story. Like a quote is nice, but it doesn't really explain anything. So then, I want like long paragraphs. Well, but I see you, most people but, want these short quotes. And I'm like, but you don't get the full picture. Yes, well... You could do the meme and then add this if they want to read it. Yeah. You know? But people are skimming, so. 
Yeah, but, people are lazy when they're seeking for information. And I'm thinking, so you want to be, you want to awaken, you want to be, you know, this new person, but you're too lazy to read the whole text? It's not laziness. Uh, it's not laziness. It's fear. You know, it's not ready. They're on their path. And every, and everyone goes at a different rate, you know. Yeah. And I'm so, sitting in judgment. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah I am. It, it's like, it's like, I sort of see it as we're dropping breadcrumbs for people to pick up. And yeah. then when they get to a junction, they're like, well, where's the source of these breadcrumbs from? Let's dig deeper for that. Yeah. And then they'll watch a podcast or listen to a podcast yeah. or watch a video or read a book. Um, but the memes are good. And because people can accept short, like they can accept one sense. When you truly yeah. love, you expand all that. Ex yeah. Or when you truly love, you love all that exists. Um, can allow them to say, oh, I like that. But if you said, when you, who you are is no longer a child of God, but God himself, some people aren't going to accept that. No. But yeah. they'll accept the last thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, here's a big, here's a big loaf of bread. Are you going to take the whole loaf or nothing at all? You're, thro the you're throwing them at them. Yeah. <laughs> Choke on the loaf or go hungry. Yeah. Okay. Last paragraph. Accept your old community and their beliefs. They are doing their best to feel safe, to walk their path, and to accept the new you. Don't ask from them what you cannot give yourself. Only when you fully accept yourself will you see their complete acceptance of you reflected to you. They are there mirroring to you what you have yet to accept. As one of those who walks ahead of the mainstream, you will face their disbelief. That is yours to carry. You are the adult and you cannot ask the children to understand at your level. Accept them for who they are and where they are. Love does not require their acceptance or understanding. Love is love no matter the reaction. You must be the example. You must shine your light even when you are not wanted. You cannot be different than what you are and you must accept who you are. This is your path now. Look ahead and feel the thrill of what is to come. It is all for you. It is all you ever dreamed of. Yeah, this true. This path is all you ever dreamed of, even though you are having doubt now, yeah. right? But this yeah. is this is all you've ever dreamed of. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and more. And more. And one day we'll be doing this tour of Europe, Astrid yeah. and Gary on tour. Yeah, selling can out. Do, can we do the U.S. first, so I can get over this shame and embarrassment for being a Chandler? Yeah, well, why do you think you're going to run into some um, some people in Finland that you might know? No, maybe in Norway. <laughs> we'll skip Norway. Norway. We, we, we can go <laughs> Norway. to Copenhagen. How can you do Europe and skipping Norway? That's impossible. <laughs> we can go to Helsinki. Yeah. And Oslo. And That's in Oslo is the capital of Norway. Damn. Oh. Yeah. My American geography school. Yes. <laughs> the perfect proof of the of the American history. Uh, but I mean, yeah. at least you knew that you know Helsinki. Scandinavia is part of Europe. That's pretty good. It is. Yeah, for, a, for an American, I think. Winging it. No. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, so we'll definitely do America first. Good. We'll go on a worldwide tour. We'll get Kimberly to come up. We'll go with David. There'll be four of us. We'll oh, I want to do Australia too because I've never been there. So it must be like a million hours from you to go to Australia from Norway. I think it's, it's almost the same as from like 
I guess LA. I think it's almost mm-hmm. the same. You just go but over the yeah. North Pole. No, no, we go down. I think um, usually there's a, like a stop in Singapore. That's a. You must be going. You go east. We go west. Yeah, I that guess. must be how it is. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm flying business class, so who cares? Yeah, honestly. But I can. What about the heavy breathers next to you? But you can't hear God if you can hear someone breathing over the airplane engines. That's a heavy breather. So that's you just a- need to have a relationship in a plane. I, there are people who are not heavy breathers, Gary. They do exist. I'm not one of them. No, <laughs> good thing we're not in a relationship. <laughs> or you could just play, um, you know, hey, um, you could be like, hey, Alexa. Oh, my Alexa just turned on. Who's Alexa? You don't know what Alexa is? Amazon Alexa? Oh, I thought you meant the person sleeping next to me, and I'm like, who's Alexa? I feel sorry for all those poor women named Alexa. <laughs> what about Siri? That's or a Siri. name in Norway, Siri. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you could say, make the sounds of a jet engine all night long while I sleep. <laughs> That's calming and relaxing. God. Uh, Alexa, turn off. Thank you. So- having a podcast here. So if you don't mind, Gary, can we just focus on the conversation between you and me? Is that too much for you? I'm sorry, but Alexa. Alexa, again. Alexa, Alexa listening. Alexa. Does Tracy know? Does Tracy know? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tracy's daughter is named Alyssa. So when she's here, someone says Alyssa and Alexa answers. Because <laughs> we have Alexas in every room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. All right. This was a great conversation. Look, you know, this is what's amazing because because you have the perspective of Joshua and the perspective of Laurel and you mix them two and it's like triple the perspectives. It's like the the sum of these two perspectives is greater than the individual parts. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like each one is 1.5 and we have them together. We get three instead of just two. I love it. It's really good. I'm a 10, though. I'm a 10. You are a 10. You are a 10. You're perfect as you are. You're a 10. Good. On a scale of 1 to 10, by the way. Yeah, not 1 to 100, right? Right. (laughs) I'm so glad we got that out of it. If you want to uh, check out Laurel's book, it's called The First Book of Laurel, and it's available on Amazon. You could ask Alexa to order it for you. And it would be it would arrive in days or weeks. Is it on Kindle too? Yes, yes. On Kindle, yeah. yeah. Don't buy the Kindle because that's. We, do we get as much from Kindle as we do from paperbacks? Uh, my Kindles, my Kindle edition is priced higher. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so, what. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Excellent. And um, uh, if they want to reach out to you, what where should they email you? laurelsmessage.com you can reach me or um, Astrid well I'm not going to it's too difficult to say in English laurelsmessage.com or laurelsmessage on Facebook is a good place and you can find my email address there too okay and if you want more Joshua it's theteachingsofjoshua.com Facebook group is the friends of Joshua this podcast is Law of Attraction Roundtable but there's also Joshua Live which is which is Joshua being channeled directly and uh, if you want to know what Josh is all about, there is a documentary on YouTube. Check that out. Just 
search Gary Temple Bodley. There's four books on Amazon. Check Gary Temple Bodley. You'll find them there. I love the books. I love all the books. The books are awesome. Yes. Um, The whole loaf. You get the whole loaf, not just the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Well, you get what's interesting about that is you get what you can get. Then you read it again and you get something else because yeah. your, your vibration has been elevated through the process of reading it. And then you get more the next time. And this is why these books are read over and over. And you can yeah. see people's people send pictures of their books and they're like, oh, worn, torn and ripped up. It's fun. That's fun. That's, You'll get that stuff too. That's why Kindle is perfect. Kindle, you cannot, but you can you highlight in Kindle? I think you can. I don't know. And I, I think I just read. I think Kindle will read it to you too, won't they? I don't know. I don't like voices. I like reading. <laughs> I don't like other people interfering in my knowledge. <laughs> That's right. You like <laughs> your own inner voice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good. You like your voice when you hear it back to you? Uh, I don't mind it as much now. I used to hate it because it's to me it's like <laughs> So, that's but, what it sounds like if we speed this up. <laughs> that's what it sounds like in normal speed for me, but I don't mind anymore. But I don't, no, I don't listen to podcasts or anything, no. Um, yeah, a lot of people like listening rather than reading. I'm one of those people. I don't read anything anymore except for memes on Facebook. That's it. Oh, the breadcrumbs. That's it. I read breadcrumbs and I listen voraciously while I'm pumping iron or walking my <laughs> yeah. dog. yeah. Very healthy, very healthy. All right. This has been fun as always. This is Joshua and Laurel number four. Can't wait. Joshua and Laurel number 1,000. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I can imagine that. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, you have a great week. I'll see you next week. Until then, tell everyone, the six million people watching this, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember... You are loved more than you can imagine, by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.